Welcome back, guys, to the Coins and Connections podcast. This is your girl, Sinquanta Cox-Smith, and we are going to continue to explore all things books, business, and bullshit. Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Episode 17. I am here and yes, I did not record last week, but um, sometimes you got to take a break. I didn't feel moved or I didn't feel connected to one topic or subject and I didn't want to force it. So I think I've told you guys this before, if I'm not feeling it or if a topic is not speaking to me, I will not record. I don't want to force it. Um, We've had a good run. I know you guys like to hear me on Fridays, but sometimes I have to take that self-care for me because if I am not 100% hold and ready to uh, come on in the room (laughs) and, you know, share with my health and ministry, then... I don't feel that you'll receive what you need from me. So the topic this week is (laughs) mom life in shambles. (laughs) Baby, this week I let my kids stay up late on Sunday thinking they had no school on Monday. And then I woke up to kids at the bus stop on Monday. So we were running, ripping and rushing last night. I took my daughter to Girl Scouts. She didn't have Girl Scouts last night. (laughs) Um, Tonight, I'm really, truly, honestly thinking about ordering pizza. Because on Tuesday, we had McDonald's. Like, it's hard out here for a pimp. Okay. Uh, I just, you know, (laughs) February. Okay, be over already. Let's come on. Come on, March. Bring me some good weather. Because listen, depending on where you at. You haven't been getting any sunshine. You have been getting snow, ice, rain, sleet, wind. You have not been getting the temperatures that can put your body in motion to, you know, be like, yes, okay, it's it's uh, sundress season. <laughs> it's time to get my summer body ready. And let's not talk about summer body because... I restarted my diet again. Well, not even my diet, my healthy eating and working out again on Monday. And you know what? I may have to start again next Monday because last night I made lasagna soup. So, you know, things are just, (laughs) listen, if you're a mom, you know, and you can relate, we mess up a lot and we love hard and we give our all to our kids, our family, our husbands, our boyfriends, fiancés, whoever. Our parents even. So you definitely feel me. So if you want to hear some good old funny information or just stay tuned for the rest of the episode. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
Okay, so in this episode, I feel like um, it's going to be more of like uh, <laughs> some parenting stuff. And I'm kind of going off the top of my head. I didn't have any show notes for you this week. And even though the title will be Mom Life in Shambles, um, I hope this connects with any single father or dads who are with their kids a lot. But I definitely know that my mom's will relate. So the first thing I want to talk about, and I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like this conversation is not one that I see often. And it could just be because as a military spouse, excuse me, we move so much and it takes us a while to get to know certain people. So we just don't have those type of conversations. And then sometimes we just don't, you know, have time to talk about these things with our um, long time, long time friends. So um, I feel like also in the black community, it it feels like it's taboo, but it shouldn't be because um, as mothers raising daughters, we need to openly have these conversations these questions need to be answered and we need to be on point with teaching um, our girls about their bodies, about the things that will happen to them, the changes. That should not be a secret. They should understand and we should be able to fully um, respect their choices and the changes that their bodies will be making. So with that being said, um, I have been talking to my daughter maybe for the past couple of months, even last year, and we've talked about the subjects of her starting her cycle. And we talk about the tools that she needs to use with, you know, pads, panty liners, um, and stuff like that. And my daughter has such a small frame that, you know, um, we are kind of just getting out like the size 5T underwears because she's so small. So I took it upon myself to, you know, find a bigger size that will fit her. But at the same time, it won't fall off of her Um, because we I need her to feel safe. I need her to feel protective, especially when she does start her cycle. I need her to know that her underwear won't fall down if she decided to wear a skirt without shorts underneath that day because she forgot. I need her to understand that the wings on the pad are there to uh, create an anchor for her to feel safe throughout the day. I need her to understand how to keep herself clean and fresh when this time comes in her life. And I need her to understand that also she will go through changes, mood swings, puberty, acne, cramps, all of this stuff. Um, so how are you mothers and fathers with daughters? How is this conversation happening? Because I can really remember that. I don't remember that there was a conversation. Um, and, you know, we are growing up in different times and you can Google a video and be like, bam, wham. And you not you know everything, you know. But I was hand a book. Because they weren't openly talking about these things on the internet, I feel, when I was growing up. I was handed a book about my monthly cycle, the period cycle, why I get a cycle. And I remember I took a bandana and I covered the outside of the book because I didn't want anyone to know what I was reading. 
Like, I don't know if I was embarrassed or ashamed. And I went through those times where my cycle bled through my pants and I was embarrassed. Um, I want to be able to help that not happen to my child because it is a painful experience. It is traumatizing. <laughs> the first day that it happens, is it's scary. Um, but if we get ahead of the conversation and you know, we talk about it, I feel like it shouldn't be as traumatic as maybe we all remember it, it being. So with that being said, let me know how you are carrying out this conversation with your daughters. And then the second thing is, I can't remember when I started to get boobs. Um, so my mom always call them like, the, you got your little mosquito bites. <laughs> I can't remember when I got boobs. I don't remember, and I don't remember the process of going to get a training bra. So I found myself this week going to Walmart because my daughter's boobs started to poke out through her shirt. And again, I um, I wanted to start this process so that she has her training bras so she can wear. She Sometimes she wears tank tops and that's fine too. But I wanted her to, you know, get the training bras and I was lost. I was like, oh my gosh, so which one do I buy? Is this one too fancy? Is is this one going to be good enough? What size do I get? Like, baby, and let me tell you, <laughs> I, I didn't know. And I don't know if I should blame myself or should I blame my mom or my grandma or my aunties or my dad. Like, this was hard for me this week and my husband is just kind of like oh my gosh we gotta buy a bra and i'm like yeah but where do we start and i felt like she was a little uncomfortable and she asked questions like so do i how do i wear it and do i just wear it under a tank top and i told her you know you can wear it under a tank top you can wear just that and then wear your shirt like whatever makes you feel you know good and um, the day she came home from school, it was just like, I was like, so how, you know, how was your first day with your training bra on? And she was like, good. It just feels weird. She said, it's itchy. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> I'm telling you, baby, you going to learn that when you get home, you must take that bra off and let them girls run free. <laughs> so we had a moment. She said that her training bra was itchy. And I'm like, girl, when you get older, you don't even want a bra. So we had our moment. So tell me, I really, truly want to hear how this conversation is going. How are you teaching through books, videos, candid conversations? I kind of want to know. So, you know, get back to me, guys, via Instagram, email, or Facebook, whatever. I, I really want to know. Okay, so our last segment, um, we're going to talk about your kids dating, um, what age they appropriate. I know girls and boys will like each other. Um, it is something that we cannot stop. Um, how do you deal with it? My, my son has told me he had a few girlfriends and they break up. So I kind of asked him, I was like, well, what do girlfriend and boyfriends do? And he just said, talk on the phone, text. FaceTime or whatever and I'm just like okay um I wasn't worried because I'm just kind of like they don't they don't even know how to 
hold the conversation anymore. Like y'all know, y'all done seen the memes of uh, the what's it, the in love challenge. You know, we used to be on the phone in our bed, legs on the wall, drawing doodles on the notepad by the phone. All in kind of weird, awkward positions while we chatting it up with our boo thing when we was in high school and middle school. And I just don't think that kids are (laughs) truly experiencing that you got to drag the phone cord to the other room (laughs) because it's attached to the wall type of love thing. You know, the little flirtation, crush type relationship situation because technology. Um what I didn't have a phone till I was in high school and I had to get that on my own my parents was not having it so I had to get that on my own and before then guess what yep I was on that house phone I was holding that house phone down okay and then you know you had call waiting because we didn't have them call IDs (laughs) you had call waiting and so you didn't want to answer Cause you know it's gonna be one of your mom, mom or dad friends, and you didn't want to end your conversation with your little boo. But at what age do you truly feel that people should date? My mom and my dad was kind of adamant about me not dating, and I feel that it kind of shaped me to be like secretive about having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. And mind you, me and my husband were dating <laughs> off and on since seventh grade. And guess what we were doing? We were sneaking in the hallway, kissing. We were writing notes. We were on the phone all the time. Um, but yeah, I had some of my best kisses in, in school. Now, mind you, things are different nowadays. They got these cameras. These kids get caught up. It's a wrap. You're going to have some charges, sexual harassment, etc. But we were so innocent. But at the same time, we were sneaky, baby. We were sneaky. And um, by the time I got in high school, um, I think that's when I kind of really took the dating thing to another level. But my parents would be like, okay, oh, we got to meet whoever this is. Um, I did go to prom my 10th year, 10th grade year with a senior um, whom I was dating. I wasn't really truly allowed to go go out on a date or go you know go out with him but I had older friends who my parents allowed me to go out with and we would just meet up at the movies um but again I was in my friend's care also um I think I was able to truly start going on dates when I got a job uh my I would say my sophomore senior year that's when I truly started going on dates and my parents would allow me to go places had my own car I worked and but I still had a curfew which was like probably 11 or 12 o'clock I feel like I was I was trusted but I was restricted and it caused me to sneak around a lot so how do we break that barrier of having our kids trust us or not because I try my best to talk to my son and sometimes he just does not budge um I let them know that they can talk to me about anything and I'm pretty much real candid about um talking about certain just (laughs) certain things that people may feel like okay you shouldn't talk to your child about that but 
baby. The internet is talking to them. These kids at school are talking to them. They have sex education from what, third? Starting now in like third grade where they come in and they talk about the body parts and they talk about two team two moms, team two dads. They talk about love is love. They talk about what is good touch, bad touch. So if you've not already started a conversation with your child in elementary school, you're kind of behind and you need to get on it and you need to make sure that they are aware of um, things that could happen and how to uh, always be aware of their surroundings and have a family code word. Um, I am very, very strict when it comes to my kids staying in just anybody's house. And being in the military, we move so much and it's so hard for me to learn and get to know someone and trust them all over again in, in one year, especially if I'm not friends with that kid's parent. Listen, I don't know, but you ain't going to so-and-so house <laughs> and I've only met so-and-so parents in passing. I gotta, I gotta know, I gotta feel you out. I like, I just have to. And I'm the type that, yeah, before your friend come over, I need to meet their parents. I have to. It's just, and it's no different for my son. I do my son the same way I do my daughter. My husband, he'd be like, okay, bye. No, 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 no. He dropped, he would drop him off and not even meet the parents. Nah, bruh, we ain't gonna do that. We need to see, I need to look in your eyes so I can feel your soul <laughs> before I send my baby with you. Because best believe, I know I'm not the only one that I would tear some shit up over my kids. Listen, they can get on my nerves all day. But when it comes to their safety and somebody messing with my babies, I will tear some shit up. Okay? So, back to when do we let them date I, I i think i think it's cute when he says um he has a little girlfriend or whatever and you know i ask the questions where does she live who's her parents because you know he over here dating a major daughter we need to we need to make sure we get our stuff together because some shit go off with you and the major daughter that you know that's some issues we gonna have so you know we just talk about it talk about what y'all be texting he already know that I can see things in his phone. So we, we talk about text etiquette, sending pictures and all that stuff. So these are things that we do talk about. But how do I uh, prolong, like how do I make the conversation a little bit deeper on another level? And what age do you think is a good age for kids to date? Now I've seen parents now take their kids and the kid's little girlfriend on a date to like Burger King or something. Um, what age should they be doing that? I just don't know if I could just, I don't know. But I mean, I guess that's under your supervision. You can the whole thing. I just don't know if I want to do that in middle school. But then is it too late? Because in ninth grade, they like, ah, ma, like, you know, from, and then kids are driving by 10th grade nowadays. So I think, um, next year. I'll be a little bit more comfortable with a situation like that where he may have a girlfriend. I've met the parents. We talk and we can do like an ice cream date. And, you know, we can make it a family affair at their own table and I can get to know the parents. So tell me what y'all think about, you know, kids dating. Um, I know my daughter probably isn't really truly thinking about dating 
anybody or saying she has a crush because right she's at the point in fourth grade where she's like these boys are so nasty jonathan digs in his nose timothy is so disgusting he farts so <laughs> i know she's not interested in um dating but i know my son is and it's always funny when he says oh we broke up i'm like well, how long did y'all date? Two weeks? <laughs> so let me know what y'all think about talking about your kids, talking to your kids about puberty, puberty, Lord, help me. It's time to end the podcast. Um, puberty, dating, and share some tips with me, y'all. Your girl is struggling out here. I need help. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's because I'm, I feel like I'm young. Listen, I'm young. I had my first child at 19. I'm young. So... Um, I should be hip, right? Oh, jeez. I need to live a, a little, live a little bit more to get all this um right. But this podcast was a little long. I probably was a little long-winded. But I need y'all help. So come help a sister out. The help of ministry. Come on. Come gather me, okay? So I will see you guys next week and I hope you guys truly enjoy this episode and I hope we can continue this conversation online. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to share and leave a review for this podcast. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at cinquantacocksmith.com. You can follow me on Instagram at cinquantacocksmith and at coinsandconnections.com. My websites are www.cinquantacocksmith.com and www.coinsandconnections.com. You can join my Facebook group at Books Plus Business with Cinquantacocksmith. Quanta Cox Smith. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.